For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. This is Hog Reaction live at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith, the fourth oldest Ford dealership in America. AJ's in the gun, knocks set up a tight end, jump pass, knocks the intended receiver. He caught it, touchdown Arkansas. Call or text the program at 877-377-6963. I'm behind Lisa on the bridge and I have jumped off. I am in the river. Hey, welcome into Hog Reaction live from Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. I'll tell you what, I couldn't tell what we were watching. Was it the 2007 game where Darren McFadden, Felix Jones and company went roughshod? Or was it Rocket Sanders, KJ Jefferson, AJ Green and Rashad Dominion who absolutely destroyed that's South Carolina defense, and we have to give credit to, of course, their offensive line. You rushed for almost 300 yards on Shane Beamer's squad today. It was quite a performance. KJ only had three incompletions throughout the day, 86% completion percentage. And Drew Barrett, who joins me here on Hog Reaction, that was quite a performance, but not just the offense, but the defense played well as well. Oh, heck of a game. I mean, you have you got highlights, you've got great plays from all three phases of the game. Like you said, you had uh, another 100-plus yard game from uh, Rocket Sanders, K.J. Jefferson, 18 of 21. It, just so much explosiveness on the, on the outside. You had, you had Jason Hazelwood make some big plays. Uh, Malik Hornsby made a few plays. You had Matt Landers make some good catches. I mean, everything was working. Defense, yeah, you got the stops when you need it. You came up with the big plays. And then, of course, Bumper Pool uh, might be one of the best uh, defenders against an onside kick. Cause, or, or that just was one of the easiest onside kicks to field. I mean, just one bounce straight to the chest and had the great awareness to see the hole and take it uh, away and ultimately put it away for the Razorbacks. Yeah, let's hear Chuck Barrett on that call timeout looks like they're going to try an onside kick 
Hogs have their hands team on. It is an onside kick. It's fielded. Has that bumper. Fields it at the 40. Inside the 30. Down to the 20. Down to the 10. Bumper Poole picked it up on a hop. Took off. He's inside the South Carolina 10. It's first and goal at the 9. Bumper doesn't get the ball that often, Drew. So when he caught that ball, he was trying to stick it in the end zone. Came up a little bit short. But you could tell he was smiling through his mouthpiece after recovering that onside kick and nearly taking it to the house. Oh, you really could. I mean, just the type of player that Bumper Pool is. Him, along with Drew Sanders, made a lot of great play- plays today. Drew Sanders, I think, had a breakout game today. If he can continue, if you can get, you know, three quarters of what you got out of Drew Sanders today for the rest of the year, he he's going to be a, a first-team all-SEC defensive guy. I mean, that dude is phenomenal. Bumper, but Bumper, you know, you like to see those hardworking guys, those guys that really put their nose to the grindstone, get out there, play every single down the right way, play it to 100%, get those chances to make those big-time plays, to be on the get, to be on the Sports Center highlights and, you know, so close, just about eight, nine yards away from uh, what I'm guessing. I, I don't know for a fact what I'm guessing his first career touchdown. I would I would think so. I, I, I would think that's the case. And uh, I, I can hear a lot of people smiling through their radios right now, now Drew, and for good reason. You start out 1-0, an SEC play starting 2-0 and on the season. If you want to react with Drew and myself for the next two hours here on Hog Reaction live at Randall Ford 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith, you're welcome to call or text in at 877-377-6963 because I know we got a lot of people driving back. With it being part of the day, you were telling me earlier a week you enjoy 11 o'clock games because oh, it really it. sets you up for the rest of college football. Let me tell you something. I had the best setup I think I've ever had when it comes to an Arkansas game. I had the radio on. I synced up our television with the game, so I was listening to Chuck, Quinn, and Gino while the game was muted. And then I had the Texas-Alabama game, which i got to give credit to Texas. They gave Alabama fits today. That was the most penalized Nick Saban team that we've seen since he's arrived in Tuscaloosa. But they squeaked it out. Will Riker did not pull an Alabama kicker, and he put it through the upright. So a couple of good college football games on today. But mainly it's Arkansas not just surviving, but really dominating offensively 44-30 to over South Carolina. And K.J. was just K.J. today, man. Even late in the game in the fourth quarter, this guy just has desire. You saw him stretch the ball near the goal line in a uh, red zone situation. I just love watching this kid play, Drew. Oh, I do too. I mean, just the way that he runs downhill and attacks everything that he does. I mean, can you think of one time during the game this week, Cincinnati, I mean, heck, going all the way back to last year where him and a defender met and KJ was outpowered? I can't. I honestly can't. I know I didn't see it today. There was a good one. He, I think he had a run up the middle, met a defensive back probably about five, six yards past the, past the line, and the defensive back was coming full speed, and K.J. barely even budged. I mean, you look at some of the ability he has to scramble, get out of tackles, probably should have been sacked an extra three, four times, but yep. the elusiveness that he has and everything that he does, it's, it's phenomenal to watch. It really is. And uh, there was one of the incompletions Mr. Pitt brings up should have been a touchdown. You think about that play he had to Matt Landers, which kind of opened up the third quarter, and it was a great play designed by Kendall Bryles. Matt Landers, with his speed, got behind the defense, and it was dropped. So good point 
by Mr. Pibb. It was also a great audible. I think, I don't know if that was the right check, but I I don't know how Chuck and Quentin described it, but listening to the game on on TV, you could see that South Carolina was showing blitz. KJ seemed to call an audible because he knew he had man-to-man on the outside with them basically bringing the house on that play. A little bit of a, I'm not going to say it was a bad throw, probably should have been a little bit closer towards the middle of the field, then instead of the back shoulder kind of fade type of throw. But, man, that it just went straight through Matt Landers' arms. That's definitely one he wishes he had back. I know Landers is kicking himself for that. Warren Thompson had a nice touchdown. And for some of the some of the flack that Kendall Bryles received last week, I didn't hear a, a, a single utter of that today. And I hope the way they played offense, there, there wouldn't be a single questioning visibility because he put KJ in that offense in so many good situations. They kept on pounding the Gamecocks because really South Carolina, for the most part, had no answer for Arkansas's rushing attack today. And I really like how he continues to evolve through two games, utilizing Malik Hornsby. I feel like at times I'm watching Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid, and the Kansas City Chiefs because he featured a Knox kind of pitch inside play that we often see to Travis Kelsey. He used Malik in the backfield. He used him out wide. He's going to continue to tinker with this offense, and you saw it. He kind of he kind of used him in a Burke situation, Drew, mm-hmm. which even when Malik didn't get the football, there was so much attention being paid to him that either Rocket Sanders, A.J. Green, or Rashad Dominion, those holes – in A and B gap, they got a lot bigger. Oh, they did. And you know that Kendall Bryles is just chomping at the bits, waiting for everything to fully set up. He's putting things out on film to show that they're going to run sweeps. They're going to uh, put Malik Hornsby in some great situations when he comes in the game. He is chomping at the bits for that first time. They get Hornsby on a sweep, and he just steps back and throws a a deep dime because the defense is just going to key in on that so easily because that's all they've seen. They haven't seen K.J., throw one of those passes yet and when it do, when it happens because it's going to it's going to be a huge play you started kind of your spiel talking about drew sanders and jt hot springs one of our favorite listeners was at the game today and he was so happy he got to see drew sanders his perp in person i'm happy that he decided to come over from alabama not too far from his hometown in texas and become an arkansas razorback because he was unbelievable he was a heat-seeking missile and Arkansas fans were so excited about what you were hearing of him in the offseason and through two games he got the first sack he was the defensive player of the game in my opinion today Drew Sanders Drew Drew Sanders Drew (laughs) has an opportunity to be an all-SEC linebacker this year with his teammate Bumper Pool, who it's not like Bumper had a good, a bad game either. No. Got, both those guys played magnificent today. They truly did. And just the way that Drew Sanders attacks the ball, I mean, just watching him play, the way that he cut, way that he runs angles to attack the ball. And, you know, when he did get those sacks today, it, it was amazing to see him run, run, <laughs> kind of switch uh, switch directions about two, three times. He's running down Spencer Radler, just full on split, and those arms opened wide up and just grabbed him. I mean, he's an absolutely phenomenal player. He's done so far great things on the defensive side of the ball where you're right. I wouldn't be shocked if he's a uh, first-team All-SEC. Heck, I wouldn't be shocked at this point if he continues to do what he's done if he's a first-team All-American. I mean, he has that type of potential. I mean, there's a reason that – 
we've heard people from Alabama saying that if there's anybody that transferred out that got out of that program, then that Nick Saban and his coaches are really kicking themselves for letting go. It's Drew Sanders, and we're seeing exactly why. We're getting a bunch of text in here. I invite you to call as well and voice your opinion here on Hog Reaction alongside Drew Barrett. I'm Ty Richardson live at Randall Ford. Here's a text in from B.E. in Clarksville. We have not beaten the South Carolina Gamecocks since 2011, Drew. Now, they've only played twice since then with South Carolina just battering and beating the Razorbacks. Maybe it's been three times. I think it's just been twice. They haven't played but, since 2017, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's, and that's correct. But it was nice to kind of renew what was a fun series. you got to remember these two universities joined the SEC in the early 90s. So getting to play South Carolina again, I got a couple friends that graduated from Columbia that made the trek from South Carolina and Atlanta over. They enjoyed their time today except for the result, and they're going to have a good weekend on Dixon Street. But it's nice to play South Carolina again. I think uh, I think a lot of people enjoyed seeing the results of that. Another text in from Zach and Paragold in Northeast Arkansas. And I know Chuck Barrett had some gripes on this as well, as many of you did. So much wasted time on reviews. He says, I mean, I'm 10 beers deep, and it took me one look at that replay to see the ball did not go to the back of the end zone <laughs> through KJ's run. Yeah, Zach, I think, uh, honestly, you being 10 Bud Light or Michelob Alters deep, you probably could make a quick determination, but it just took a while. And I know for the fans that were in attendance today, it was hot. It wasn't Texas hot, where it was nearly 120 degrees on the field. But I know it's hot up there in Fayetteville. And so for the fans out there, you guys are troopers. You guys are dedicated because it is not easy to sit through some of these games early on in September in Fayetteville. But I want to give you credit this afternoon because Arkansas, once again, had a good crowd for South Carolina today, Drew. Yeah, it definitely did. You got to give props to the fans for showing up and showing out. They were extremely loud, very electric. And with the reviews and kind of the confusion from the from the referees, I think Chuck said it best just to start the game. It was the first drive. It was a third down. And all of a sudden, we've got like a three-minute stoppage where uh, Shane Beamer apparently was upset on one side. Sam Pittman doesn't know what's going on the other sideline. Referees talk. They don't really know what's going on. And then your, your head official gets on his mic, and all he says is, it's third down. And Chuck, as witty as he always is, just like, well, we know that. We've all known that. I don't know why it took them so long to get it. There was a lot of those frustrating, just slowly looking at things, not really knowing what's going on. And I, I love college football, but I really wish, I do wish that we could get somewhat of an NFL pace in it because you're looking at back-to-back weeks of four-hour games. And I love college football. I love overtime. I love every second I can get of it. I don't like just sitting there waiting around and – do we really need six minutes of commercials between every single possession? I mean, yeah. can we can we speed it up a bit? Yeah, just a just a little bit. Now, one of the questions that you had heading into this game: How would the back end hold up against Spencer Rattler? And I think it was a fair question to ask of this defense, based on everything with Miles Slusher and Jalen Catalan being announced before the game. They were officially not going to go. We heard some things yesterday and the day before that it didn't look like they were going to play, and it became official before the game. Rattler goes 23 of 38 for 371, a touchdown and a pick. But if you actually watch the game, you know those were chunk plays. Arkansas was able to get to him a lot of times. Really appreciate what the defensive line and the linebackers did getting to him, putting pressure on him. But I got to give credit to one of the guys that's really being relied upon, and that's Latavius Brinney. 
Trips right, that's into the open side. Rattler calls for the ball, looks to throw. Plenty of time, throws it short though. Lloyd out of the backfield, loses the ball, it's on the ground, Arkansas's got it. They've got it at the 41 yard line. Brenny's the one that knocked it away. Coming out of there with a the football's Hudson Clark. We talked about Sanders coming over from Alabama. Brenny comes over from Georgia. He's being asked to do more with Catalan and Slusher being out. Made some plays today, a little worried about it. I think he had some cramps or something mm. earlier. Goes out of the Drew game, comes back in. But I'll tell you what, they didn't play a flawless, perfect game this afternoon, but the defense, they stepped up and made plays when they had to, especially in the course during that football game. Here's the real question, Ty, and I think it's a pretty easy answer. Did they get better from week one to week two? Yes, they did. And that's, the, you know, the old cliche. The most improvement that you do is from week one to week two. As soon as you have some film where you're not playing against each other, as soon as you realize things you need to work on. And I think they did fix a lot of things. I, I really like the evolution of the passing game today, even though it was about the same amount of numbers as last week. I think KJ was 18 or 24 last week. 18 to 21, but you saw guys like Matt Landers, like Hazelwood, really step up, make some big plays. Warren Thompson with his touchdown uh, today. You got to see things improve. Sam Pittman said it in his postgame conference. There are plenty of things that they still need to fix and still need to to get better at, and I think the biggest one is still that question mark in the secondary with Jalen Catalan and Miles Slusher uh, out uh, as of now. So you'd like to see a little bit more getting better in coverage but did they get better from week one to week two absolutely here's a text from w and wicks and again our number 877-377-6963 kj has no quit in him and that helps out the rest of the team heck look how he kept malik hornsby here instead of quitting and, and taking an easier path it's nice to see a team that doesn't roll over and show their belly when the other team shows a tiny bit of fight. If you're an Arkansas defensive player and you're seeing your quarterback diving for the end zone when they're nearly up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, that gives you a little bit of, man, well, if he's doing that, we shouldn't allow a late touchdown. We shouldn't do this. If our most prominent position, and in a lot of cases, pretty boy, in KJ's a good-looking dude, but he is in, by no means a pretty boy. He is a blue-collar guy. That should give well, He not, does get manis and petties, but yes. I'll, I'll give him a pass. He keeps winning. He can spend it. He, he can, can do, do whatever, whatever he, wants. he wants. KJ just gives such a spark to the rest of the football team that consistently is needed. And I love what uh, Sam Pittman said after the game, Drew, when talking about KJ Jefferson and, and Kendall Browse. Man, there's just a belief in one another. They know each other so well, you know, and they trust each other. You know, Kendall asking him things about what he's seeing out there, and they really have a good relationship. And the one thing about it is, is when KJ wants to take over the game, he, he usually can do that. And he took over the game today, and, man, if he plays like he does, again, three incompletions, he should have had two, one should have been a touchdown. It's going to be it's gonna be a tough road for the rest of these SEC teams that have to match up against a guy that's about 6'3", uh, 6'4", six, six, and what, 245 pounds, Drew? Yeah, 200, I think 242, 245. I know that they uh, had the statistic up there that between K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders, uh, 469 pounds between the <laughs> two of them, the biggest uh, quarterback running back duo in the country. So if you're a defensive player in the SEC, you just see that statistic and you think, 
Oh, buddy. Uh, uh-oh. They better not catch me on my heels because they are going to truck me over. Say, uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> All right, we're live here at Randall Ford here on Hog Reaction, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. I am sitting about two feet from the Mustang Mach 1. This is one of the most beautiful vehicles I have ever seen. Randall Ford just got some brand-new Explorers and Rangers today, this morning, on the truckload. You need to come by and see us again at 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. When we come back, more of your text, more of your calls, more reaction to Arkansas's 44-30 to victory over South Carolina Day, putting them at 2-0. In Fort Smith, the fourth oldest Ford dealership in America. Hazelwood in motion. KJ going to keep it on the option. Left side at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. Call or text the program at 877-377-6963. All right, back here on Hog Reaction live at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. So we were telling you. About the a little bit about the the Texas and Alabama game that went down the wire that none of us and I don't think anyone in college football anticipated. Drew, right now Marshall with 205 remaining, up 26 to 15 on Notre Dame in South Uh-oh. Bend. So Here Notre comes Dame, the Thunder Nerd, the Notre Dame. No, I, I know much to the chagrin of our own Zach Arms could start the season 0 and. Two. Well, Ty, going back to the Alabama-Texas game, I'm going to say it. I know everybody else is thinking it, especially with all the penalties that, that Alabama racked up today. It's an undisciplined team. Saban's lost the team. He's getting too old, and it's time for him to hang it up. He's obviously lost it. You know, I'm glad you said it. I, I said it. Everybody else I, was thinking it. And I didn't because uh, it was it was in – it was on my tongue. I just uh, – I had not gotten to that at this point, but Drew <laughs> – I'm I'm happy you brought it up. I'm happy you brought You're it welcome. up. You're welcome. You're welcome. Again, we're reacting to the Arkansas 44 to 30 victory over South Carolina. You are now 2 and 0 on the season, 1 and 0 in conference play. And there's a lot of reasons why today. You can look at the offense, you can look at the defense. Uh, there's some clean there's some things they have to clean up as Sam Pittman brought up in the uh in the post-game interview with Chuck Barrett and I would guess in his press conference as well. But that doesn't matter because you're 2-0, and I know our Eddie in Clarksville is excited. Eddie, you're on Hog Reaction, man. Go ahead. Afternoon, gentlemen. The Hawk train, you know I'm about the Hawk train. It's off and rolling. I'm not going to concentrate on the negatives, but the positives. And we rolled against a good football program today. Coach Beamer and the Gamecocks has got a good football program. We went to what? The ground and pound in the Hawk pound. I like it. I like the game plan. Hey, I thought I was looking at number five, one of my best players all time. I've been on the Hawk train a, a long time. And one of my favorite players all time was number five, Darren McFadden. I thought I was looking at him at times with Sanders, the rocket man. Hey, you're getting better, son. I like it. Hey, let's get to the receiving core. Hey, you're getting better. Hey, I like it. And for the fan base, hey, the environment is great. My my wishes to turn Razorback Stadium into the home pound has come to fruition. You helped us win this game. You're the heart and soul, baby, of this team. And boy, did you show up in a big way again today. Hey, what are we looking for now? We're looking for the Missouri State to come in to our house. 
next week, and we're going to burn the house down. Thank you for taking my call, gentlemen. Where's the woo? Oh, I was waiting on it. Yeah, Rocket Sanders really got things going in that first quarter. Nobody's dented the scoreboard yet, but Arkansas would like to do it on this play here. KJ gets the call. Same play. Sanders this time. Touchdown, Arkansas. Rocket into the end zone, and the Hogs are on the board first. Y'all, there's something nostalgic about seeing a running back in a Razorback uniform wearing number five running all over South Carolina. Drew, that's exactly what Rocket Sanders was able to do earlier today. That's exactly what he did. I think still had over 20 carries again. I thought that, you know, going into this game, I thought it was going to be distributed a little bit more. I also thought that Dominic Johnson was going to play, but uh, obviously if you don't need him, don't risk it. I mean, he's still not very healthy. So who knows if he's not even 100%. Do you need really need him against Missouri State next week? Probably not. May not get to see our first Dominic Johnson appearance uh, until A&M, just depending on how next week all plans out and how he's feeling and how he runs through practice and everything. But Rocket Sanders has this running back room in good hands. Not just And it's not just Rocket. I mean, Dominion had some good plays. A.J. Green had a touchdown as well. So you know what you're getting in that run game. But Rocket Sanders, I mean, back-to-back 100-plus yard games, it's absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you know, you know the people I was watching the the game with, and, you know, they were talking about how great of a running back Dominion is and how he's the guy for the future. And I said, future? Rocket Sanders a sophomore. You don't need to be worried about the future when all three, all three, four of your running backs are underclassmen. That just makes you should make you feel just so good about where this program is going that not only have you recruited at such a high level and you know you're going to get some great guys into this program, but you've got great underclassmen. And that's something that a lot of teams can't say. They can't say that they've got, you know, three or four of the most talented running backs in the SEC that are underclassmen. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. Arkansas has got a good football team, and you should be excited about not just the future, but as Drew just said, right now. Great text from John, who's in Space Coast, Florida. He said, Ty, I'm just a few blocks from Rockledge High School, home of Rocket Sanders. He's so proud of what he was able to do. Tell you what, John, you should take a picture outside of Rockledge, Rockledge, Florida, and send it to Raheem Rocket Sanders just to to show – and he's even got some Florida Hog fans mm-hmm. that are cheering him on from back in his home state. I mean, Heck, Rock- if, he, if he runs for another 100 next week there, John, I need you to get up on the water tower and paint home of Rocket Sanders. Yeah, keep uh, keep the tradition going. And I think what a lot of people appreciate about Kendall Bryles today is he really didn't stray away from the running game. As he did against Penn State last year in the second half, he just – put them in the ground and it wasn't just a single play it wasn't just a counter it wasn't just a a dive up the a gap he disguised it he ran a lot of different variations out of Arkansas's offense and we saw Rashad Dominion get Rashad Dominion get his first touchdown AJ Green score KJ Jefferson score but the reality was South Carolina as we talked about during the week did not have the trench play drew to match up with Arkansas. No, they didn't. And that's exactly what Sam Pittman pointed out to in his post game with, with Chuck there for, uh, uh, right after the game was that he felt that whoever had the best offensive line, whoever could ever control the trenches was going to win the game. And that's exactly what Arkansas did. I mean, they, 
they got the pushes on both sides, whether it's the offensive line, defensive line. They were putting some Gamecocks on their heels. They were able to do what they wanted to at will. And it, it was a great design, great game uh, by those offensive linemen. Not too many penalties. I want to say uh, maybe only two holding calls. And I know for a fact one of those calls was on Warren Thompson on uh, on Rocket Sanders' long run. They got called back. I think you... Um, who you had uh you had I think one one maybe two like I said um calls on the offensive line when you can do that when you can limit the amount of mistakes like they did today you know you're having a good ball game just got a text from the great Arkansas quarterback Tyler Wilson who's listening to us and he really liked their performance of Rocket Sanders and I think what's great about this this game is it felt like Arkansas football again right and it's not just this game but it Arkansas football to me like even when Tyler was playing Tyler would tell you and Ryan would tell you yes they had some outstanding wide receivers they were both tremendous quarterbacks for the university on the hill but they also had a great running game with Niall Davis Ronnie Wingo Broderick Green Dennis Johnson there was a plethora of running backs on those teams that really were the linchpin of those offenses. Bobby Petrino, like, they'd get up on people and then just pound you into oblivion with that offensive line. And we're seeing that today. Arkansas really didn't even need to go to the passing game. And he's also great. I love when quarterbacks break down quarterbacks. Tyler talking about number one, he's really good. Your guy, K.J. Jefferson. Now, they do it a little differently, Drew. K.J. and Tyler are a little different players. <laughs> just but a bit. Man, when, when the important thing is both of them got a lot of W's in their career, and we're we're starting to see what KJ can be as an Arkansas quarterback in year two of this. He he's gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'll make a bold prediction right now. A hot take. He's gonna break Felipe Franks's single season completion record from two years ago. He's gonna bust that this year. Completion percentage, yes. Percentage. I, I, not say anything I, I was else. About just, to say, but just if percentage. It's, it's total completions. I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but with the with the ability to have the completions, I mean, 18 to 21. If you, I mean, if you're, I think 18 to 21 today, 18 to 24 last week. He's had nine incomplete passes in two games. That's phenomenal. Yeah, he's great. Tyler, if you want to pop on, man. We got some Call time, us. brother. We're here in the next hour and a half. You know the number. Phone lines wide open. Shoot me a text. And anyone else that wants to react to Arkansas's 44-30 to 30 victory, you're more than welcome to jump in as well. We've still got an hour and a half here on Hog Reaction Live from Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make. Make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Believe B L E A V 50. That's Believe B L E A V 50. Bet online where the game starts. 
ESPN 96.3. Live at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith, the fourth oldest Ford dealership in America. Hazelwood in motion. KJ going to keep it on the option. Left side at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. Call or text the program at 877-377-6963. All right, an hour and a half to go here on Hog Reaction, live at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Let me tell you something. They have over 200 pre-owned vehicles here right now at Randall Ford. These include three-quarter ton diesels, half-ton diesels, they even have a one-ton Dodge Dually in stock right at the front of the lot. Not to mention, they have vehicles right now under $20,000 going for $300 or less a month. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, a new Ford, especially a Ford F-150, which is the best-selling truck in the industry, or just a pre-owned vehicle, they're going to have it here at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. I guess his ears must be burning because John in Florida has called in. I'm assuming this is John in Space Coast, Florida. Am I correct? Yes, sir. What's up, John? How about Rocket Sanders? Oh, I'm, man. His high school well, not far from you. Yes, sir. I, and I'm from Arkansas. My wife's from this area, and we moved back here. We lived in Florida for 20 years. We moved back here, but we got to go watch Rocket play his high school uh, senior year and was so excited he committed to Arkansas, so excited for what he's doing, but more excited for what the Razorbacks are doing because I've been a Razorback fan for many, many years. Well, John, the good Very excited about this team and what's going on. You should be, man. And I, I like Rocket Sanders. Just He just comes across as a shy, humble young man. Dealing with him in press conferences from the different business owners I've talked to in northwest Arkansas, really likable kid. And when you have well, the talent on top of it, man, it uh, it's it, it's nice I, to be Rocket Sanders. I think what sets this team apart is there aren't any eyes. There's a lot of team members. There's a lot of people that care about each other. There's a lot of guys that want to win for the other guys. You don't see anybody hanging their heads because somebody else got a touchdown. I would agree for sure. 100%. Uh, and I think that's Sam Pittman. I think that's Sam Pittman's leadership, the way he hired his staff, the way he's handled his business, and the way he's handled this program. It makes me proud to be in Arkansan. It makes me proud to root for the Razorbacks in the middle of Gator Country <laughs> and and in the middle of, you know, and, and I can say, hey, I'm proud to be a Razorback here. Well, John, continue to be proud to be a Razorback. Make sure that Razorback flag is flying outside there in Space Coast, and uh, we appreciate you listening all the way down in Florida. Absolutely, and by the way, I listened to Hit That Line. I listened to every one of your shows. Uh, I don't miss any of them. Well, you're, you're we appreciate check- that, John. John, the check's in the mail, man. We appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, we'll be looking for it. Thank you, guys. You got it. Appreciate the call, John. Good stuff from uh, John Ford. And just a reminder, John's just one of the many examples that we've had. Uh, So I know that a lot of you are listening on the drive back from the game, whether it's 99.5 in northwest Arkansas, 95.3 Fort Smith, the River Valley, 96.3 Hot Springs, central Arkansas, and then 104.3 in kind of the Harrison, Mountain Home, Marshall area. You can listen to us anywhere on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch in addition to hitthatline.com. So we have a TuneIn app, ESPN radio app. We have all these different resources for you 
to be able to listen as much as possible. Like this guy, Mason, who's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who's listened to us. Mason, your thoughts on Arkansas's 44-30 to victory today, man? Man, what a good one, huh? I love it. It's awesome, man. I just, I just wanted to hear y'all's thoughts. So, obviously, Rocket Sanders was a big uh, contribution today. You know, obviously, KJ, too, running the QB. Um, I wanted to hear what y'all thought about how the secondary done against uh, Spencer Radler today. And, you know, we're down a couple of guys. I just wanted to hear what y'all, what y'all had to think about mm. some guys coming in and taking over for their spots. Well, Mason, we, we appreciate your call, man. So, once again, Dwight, Nudie McLaughlin got himself a, a little interception, which was uh, always nice to see. Twin receivers to each side for Rattler. Ball's on the right hash. McDowell is at the left hip of his quarterback. Three down linemen for the Razorbacks. They're going to bring an extra one here, bring a linebacker. They pick him up. Rattler's got time into the end zone. Intercepted. Intercepted by the Razorbacks. Dwight McLaughlin with his second pick in as many weeks. That's a touchback, and the Hogs are going to have the football. So, Drew, back-to-back weeks, he has an interception. They got beat a few times, and there was a few quick strikes that Spencer Rattler made. He's still got some talent. We know that. But a couple of those sacks that Arkansas managed to get, those were coverage sacks. And so I'll give credit. They weren't perfect today, but they did enough for this team to win and defensively that's what Barry Odom asked of him today. Yeah, that was a great point, Ty. Coverage sacks so are a real thing, and I don't think a lot of people view it that way. They think of, oh, a sack. they got the sack. That's obviously a defensive line being able to get that pressure, get in that backfield, and, and it is, and, and you shouldn't take anything away from defensive line or linebackers uh, for those sacks, but to give them time to break through that line, to get them time to create that pressure on Spencer Radler, you got to have good coverage downfield. And with defensive playing defensive back, I think is probably the second most thankless position in all of sports, right behind the kicker. Nobody thanks you when you really do a great job. They all blame you when you do something bad, when you get burned, just like if you if you miss a kick. People always want to point out the things that you do wrong in the secondary. And it's because the way that we watch football is we're watching the ball. You're not really watching what's going on for those four, five, six seconds before the ball is thrown. You're not watching the great pressure, the great coverage that you're getting because you're watching the quarterback. You're watching what's going on on the on in the trenches and with the quarterback who has the ball. You're not seeing all that. If you go back and you kind of have a more of a bird's eye view of it to where you can fully watch the coverage or just next time you're at a Razorback game, uh, you know, obviously follow the ball, but, you know, glance to see how good the coverage really is to where you have more of an understanding of, yes, they will make mistakes, but the percentage of them doing positive and making good coverage and good plays is way better than any of the negative plays that they had today. Let's go to South or Eastern, uh, yeah, Southwestern Arkansas and welcome in Tyler, who's now called in. Tyler, go ahead, man. You're on Hog Reaction. Oh, uh, yeah, my question, it kind of follows up the previous question, but uh, – what kind of grade would you give our secondary in the past two games? And then minus Alabama game, what game really gives you the biggest scare as far as passing game in the next through the schedule? What what game scares you the most in the passing game through the rest of our schedule? And that's my question. Those are two good questions, Tyler. We'll go and field them real quick. Yeah, so the call, on, buddy. yeah, absolutely. So I would say. 
grading overall, B minus or C plus. I mean, they made plays that's when they had thinking. to. It's. I mean, they're not a D. They're not a B plus or an A. But that's where you're at. And if we're being honest, let's call a spade a spade. You did not have probably your two best secondary players today, and Miles Slusher and Jalen Catalan. Now, there's probably a guy or two that would disagree with me out there and say, well, this guy is, might be the second best player. This guy, Jalen Catalan, was the only All-American in the back end of your defense. He was the undisputed best player in the defensive backfield. You can make a case that maybe Bumper Drew could be the best overall player. I'll give you that. But then Miles Slusher, who came on last year with Jalen's injury, he's probably in that second or third category, depending on who you ask. You don't have them, but they did enough to win today. Your second question, hey, who on Arkansas' schedule scares you Mm. in the passing game? Well, it's not just one or two teams. It's a couple. Now, Bryce Young did not have his best game today, but you always say Bryce Young in Alabama. Will Rogers in Mississippi State, that kid's going to sling it at home behind Mike Leach. About how many deep balls are they really going to throw? I mean, yeah, they throw the ball a lot there in Mississippi State, but it's a lot of um, it's a lot of swing passes, a lot of short uh, five yard slants. They don't they don't really air it out as much as people really think. I mean, they throw the ball a lot, of course. I mean, you're going to see Will Rogers have over 40 attempts a game, mm-hmm. but. That's not him trying to take the top off the defense every single time either. So you feel good with your linebackers being able to protect the middle of the field on, on a lot of those short passes, though. I would say Jaron Hall at BYU is another guy that might be a little unheralded. Arkansas fans probably don't know that name, but that's not going to be an easy game in Provo. And then maybe Jackson Dart gets in rhythm with Lane Kiffin mm. and Old Miss. So there's a few, but Bryce Young is clear in a way the one that you have to be worried about of any quarterback that you're going to face this year if one of his his guys get behind the defense you should assume it's going to be a touchdown if he's able to have the time and have the presence to throw the football he did not have the time in Austin Texas today and that's why Texas was able to stay within not just a touchdown but a field goal as they ultimately fell to Alabama in the Crimson Tide but I'll tell you what it's not going to be Drew it ain't going to be Haynes Keene and A&M who right now find themselves in a dogfight in College Station. Last time I checked, that game was 14-14 into the third quarter. Appalachian State have the ball. That could be a wild week two result. We'll keep an eye on that game for you here on Hog Reaction. Back to the phones. JW is in London. JW, go ahead, man. You are here live hey, uh, on Hog Reaction. Before I give you my observations on the game today, I want to give a shout-out to John down there at the Space Coast. If you all have never been there, it is, it's amazing. Mosquito Lagoon, there's a wildlife area. You can tour the, uh, the Kennedy Space Center, and it is well worth it. And if you happen to be there at the right time, you can be under the pier right across from Ron John's and watch him blast off a rocket. It is just way cool. So it's glad to hear he's there. Uh, as far as the team, I just love this team. They know how to win and to get it done. And I'm hoping, I'm already looking to next week, I want them to have the secret weapon ready. You know what that is? What's that? You know what the secret weapon is? I'm I want you to the tell entire, me. on a motorcycle? <laughs> I want the entire women's volleyball team on the sideline to be used at that strategic moment to get the distraction and to get into that coach's head. But anyway, love your show. I listen to you all the time. Thanks, J.W. Appreciate it, J.W. Appreciate the uh, call. I was waiting on one of those jokes. Honestly, shocking it took this long into the show. Yeah, we're almost 45 minutes in here 
to hog reaction live at Randall Ford, and it uh, that's how long it took for a Bobby Petrino joke to make its way. I think I've told this story before. My brother and one of his best girlfriends in high school dressed up as Bobby Petrino and Jessica Durrell. They actually won the the contest <laughs> that year for the best dressed. Uh, and they weren't even a couple, but it was the best-dressed couple. And so I'll give my, my brother Joey a little bit of credit for that. We, we've got a bunch of texts here. I'm going to try and get to as many of these as I can, y'all. We have just been piled up with texts and social media reaction. Like JW, like Tyler, like everyone else that's called in, our number is 877-377-6963. Turtle Racer texting in. Spencer Rattler seemed a little overrated. I think Spencer had the game that I kind of expected him to. Made some throws, missed some throws, was a little erratic at times. He just didn't have a lot of time. And give credit to your defensive line, your linebackers, even the secondary coming on blitzes at times. They they got to Rattlers as best as possible. So defensively, Barry Odom had a good enough game plan. To win. It wasn't, wasn't great. They did get beat a couple times, but I think that most of you – losing Jalen Catalan and Miles Slusher for this game, you were pleasantly surprised with how the defense played overall. At times, South Carolina had no answer for their blitzes, and other times they were able to beat it. I guess that's just football. Back to the phones, going to Central Arkansas, where Landon is waiting. Landon, you're on hog reaction, man. Go ahead. We want Bama, baby. We want Bama. Also shocked that's the first one we've heard, too. You got more landers, that it? Is that it? No. Hey, for real, guys, all seriousness, it's pretty awesome to see this. It feels like the first time in 10 years we really belong on the field with our talent level and just how aggressive we play. It just almost seems like if we can just get the DBs to jail just right, we really could put some pressure on some big teams this year. What do y'all think about that? I'll hang up and listen. Well, I appreciate your call, Landon. I, I think that in order to beat the likes of – like you're saying with Alabama and Bryce Young, you cannot let him have all day in the pocket. You have to get pressure on him. I think you're going to be able to get after Haynes Keene after I've seen Texas A&M the first two weeks of the season. I think that's going to be a possibility in two weeks. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you I know Missouri State's quarterback, but assuming that their personnel just isn't going to be able to withstand Arkansas's defensive line, I would guess the same. I, I, I have been, and I, I said it all off season. I said – if this defensive line is good or better than you expect it to be, you have a chance to win 10 games. Through the first two games, I have been pleasantly surprised that they have played better than I thought it would. And it's all about the transfers. Through transfer after transfer after transfer, those are the guys that have made the plays to this point. They really have, and you're definitely right. And, and to, to Landon's question and kind of his point, I don't really think there's anybody you should be that scared of. Nope. I mean, you can play with anybody in the SEC, and if you can do that, that means you can play with anybody in the country. This is a, I, I'm not here to say that this is a national championship contending team. I'm not going to say that this is a team that wins double-digit games hands down because it is the SEC. There's a lot of football left. We're only two weeks into this uh, out of a 13-week schedule. So I, I, I'm not going to say that this is a team, the team of destiny, the best team that – Arkansas's ever had since 1964, but it's a team that you're not scared of, uh, of anybody with. It's a team that you can ha hold your head high. It's a team that you never feel like you're 
you're done and you, you've lost the game before you've even shown up. You feel confident, and that's the great thing about this team. It's going to be a fun year. We, we've seen two highs already. There's going to be some lows. I mean, no doubt about it. But I think that the highs are really going to outweigh weigh those lows, and those lows might hurt a little bit more because of how good you are, because of how close you are in talent and, and in just the ability to coach and put these guys in the right position and with the right scheme. You feel good. Yeah, and there's going to be some teams that are going to be shifting, I would think, after this week. We'll see what happens in College Station with A&M and Appalachian State and some other top 25 teams. You continue to win. You continue to climb. And then when we get to the college football rankings, which come out later on, that's where you want to be up high on the list. We're live here at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. When we come back, more of your calls more of your text as you're listening live here on ESPN Arkansas and hitthatline.com. This is Hog Reaction live at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith, the fourth oldest Ford dealership in America. Hazelwood in motion. KJ going to keep it on the option. Left side at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. Call or text the program at 877-377-6963. They got some brand new Ford Explorers and Ford Rangers. You can always stop on by and check out the full-size Bronco here at Randall Ford. And the guys were telling me that the 2021 first edition Bronco, it's only 2,000 made in the United States, and they have one of them right now. So if that's your body style, if that's the car that the SUV you want, you need to come by and see us. And yeah. It's the fourth oldest Ford dealership in the country with the number one truck in the industry, the Ford F-150. Come by and see us at 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. A lot of highlights, Drew. Man, we were uh, we were stacked up with them today with all the touchdowns and the turnovers today. I like the play call from Kendall Bryles early on, or not early on, later in the ball game that really kind of sealed the deal it was a great design play that saw Warren Thompson cat, catch it wide open in the back of the end zone. Second and four, DeBinion sets up. AJ or KJ rather fakes the option. Now he's going to throw back of the end zone. Got a man touchdown, Arkansas. Warren Thompson was wide open. They faked the option. KJ stepped up and fired it to the end zone. 23 yards and a touchdown. It's a great design play, and one of the things that Chuck has been adamant about not just this week but with Kendall Bryles he puts KJ in the right situations for his skill set and once again Drew that's a perfect case example of putting KJ in a great situation oh it definitely is they work so well together just the tandem you, you, we already heard Sam Pittman uh, talk about how much they really play off of each other you know they talk to each other Kendall says, hey, what are you seeing out there? Then KJ says, hey, this is what I'm seeing. What what do you want to do? And then he, Kendall also just gives KJ a lot of freedom to go out there and to make plays, go out there and take control uh, of this offense and, uh, and of this team because we've said it so far, so much. The Razorbacks are going to go as far as, a, as KJ Jefferson can carry them. And when you have that type of trust between player and play caller, it's absolutely phenomenal, and that's that's why Kendall Browse, I think, is such an important role in the success that 
that Arkansas has had over the last three years. Yeah, there are some head-scratching moments, but there is with any program. But you definitely take the good, the relationship, the the ability to call the right plays for the right guys uh, over any of the head-scratchers uh, that we've seen over the last few years. I think a lot of you were under the impression that the offense was going to be the strength of this team, and I still think it's going to be. But I was really impressed with the defensive performance today, as was Lane and Leslie, who liked what he saw from the defensive line and the linebackers. They're not using all these gimmies. Or they're, they're just playing football right now, as he's saying. And the defense, in his eyes, is above expectations. And I think for many of you, that was kind of the question you had on today. Let's hear what Sam Pittman thought his defense from earlier when he was talking with Chuck after the game. Six sacks, you had nine tackles for loss, you had a pick, three breakups, six quarterback hurries, and five forced fumbles. That's a pretty good day right there. It really is. You know, we really were playing hard. Saved us with some big plays that we made. We still obviously have to cover cover better at times. We have to tackle better. But I tell you what, there was a lot of big plays on defense today, and we needed every one of them. Drew, that's a pretty healthy stat line, if you ask me, from Arkansas's defense today. Oh, it is. That's exactly what you want to see uh, out of a team that you didn't really know exactly what all you had. Uh, like we said, on the offensive side, there's a lot of exclamation points, right? You got Rocket Sater, K.J. Jefferson, Matt Landers, Jalen Hasselworth. So many different Warren Thompson, Trey Knox, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. On the defensive side, especially with Jalen Catalan and Miles Slusher out, there's a lot of question marks, a lot of, is this guy going to be as good as we think? Is is the, How good is this guy? How much do you have to depend on the play from your linebackers and bumper pool and Drew Sanders and Pooh Paul, who came in a few spots today and made some plays himself? So you, you even got some great linebacker play from, from your second team there. I think we're slowly starting to answer those questions because when you put up defensive stats like that, those, those aren't flukes. Those are turning question marks into exclamation points. And I want to apologize to Christopher Paul because it's taken an hour for us to mention his name here on Hawk he Reaction. Really, it, he had a really good game today. So that's an apology that I'll take full blame for. Now we're going to talk with Chuck Barrett, voice of the Razorbacks coming up. But first we're going to talk with Billy here at Randall Ford. And Billy, you were really impressed with how Arkansas played today offensively and defensively. I thought they played outstanding on both sides of the football, and I hope Arkansas fans really appreciate what, I mean, Sam Pittman is a joy to be around, I'm sure, and what he brings to the program is just, to me, top-notch. Billy, I feel like I'm sitting next to some luxury right now with this Mustang Mach 1. I mean, you got a lot of beautiful vehicles here on this lot, but I don't think a lot of them are more pristine than this. This Mach 1, our parts manager owned that, and he upgraded to a 5.0, and... Man, somebody needs to come buy this for my wife season. <laughs> uh, you guys got a lot of inventory on the lot right now, over 200 pre-owned vehicles. But I'll tell you what else has stood out to me is that Ford F-150 Retro that is right in front of the front door. Do your best to explain to our audience in so many words what that vehicle looks like. That is an exclusive to Randall Ford, and it looks like something Chuck Norris would drive. <laughs> the KC lights, the great-looking chrome wheels, the two-tone paint. For all you Cowboys fans out there, it just needs a star logo in the middle, and it's ready to go for Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. So, uh, But, no, that's a great-looking truck, and it really needs a home. Yeah, it does need a home. So if you want to stop by and see us at 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith, 
you can do that. You guys have a lot of trucks here, not just F-150s, but other pre-owned trucks. And uh, for all the tailgating that we have going on in the fall, Billy, it's a perfect time to stop on by and see you. Perfect time to stop by at Randall Ford. We got plenty of cars and we got plenty of food. We got a little bit of everything going on here today. And for the, the kiddos, maybe you've got a grandson, granddaughter, or son or daughter that you don't want to get them too nice of a vehicle because they're still in that teenage, adolescent days or whatever. But maybe you get them something a little cheaper. You guys have several vehicles on the lot that are under $20,000 and monthly payments of $300 or less. $300 or less. we got a payment to fit anybody's budget, and we got banks that are buying. Well, Billy, it's been a great day of college football. It's been awesome here at Randall Ford, Ford thus far to this point, and we've got some more hog reaction to get to, man. appreciate you stopping by. Go Hogs. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That is Billy here at Randall Ford. Drew, when we come back, we're going to welcome in Chuck Barrett, who, man, the guy never sleeps. He's on the morning rush. He's on halftime. He's on Ruskin and Zach. You hear him during the Arkansas football and basketball games, and he still wants to talk with y'all. He's going to do that when we come back live here on Hog Reaction. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $150,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for the correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with your promo code HTL. That's promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match of up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. NoHouseAdvantage.com, promo code HTL. Call or text the program at 877-377-6963. Jefferson behind Stromberg. To put a man in motion, they give it to the tailback, A.J. Green, and that's a touchdown. Green was set up to the right, Hornsby to the left. Green got the call for the touchdown, and the Razorbacks have put another one on the board. We're still rolling here on Hog Reaction. If you've got a question, a comment, jump in, 877-377-6963. Heard the voice of Chuck Barrett, who now joins us here on the program. Chuck, man, I, I appreciate you making some time for us. I know it's been a long day for you, Chuck, and, and Gino and, every, and Phil and everybody, so I appreciate you making some time for us this afternoon. Happy to do it. Good win today. How about it, man? Offensively and defensively, I mean, there's a couple guys that stood out. Drew Sanders didn't have a bad game in game one, but, Chuck, he sure blew up in game two. You know, it's, it's going to be fun to watch him progress, and, you know, he's a guy that at Alabama that pretty much played on the edge. He's just getting used to playing inside the box. And, um, I, I just thought, you know, his, his his range today, going from side to side, I thought that was impressive. And uh, he's, a, he's a good football player. I had a chance to visit with him after the game. He's going to be on uh, Coach Pittman's TV show tomorrow night. And he was, uh, he was really good. He's a quiet kid, but, man, he's a good football player. 
tell you else is a good football player. That's your starting quarterback, K.J. Jefferson. He has one go through Matt Landers' hands, which should have been a touchdown. He finishes his day 18 of 21. He sure seemed dialed in today, Chuck. Well, he was. They ran the ball well early on, and that's what uh, that that to me was the key to the whole day for KJ and for everybody else too. I think on that first drive he was two for two, um, you know. And the thing that they just did over and over again was run the ball right at him. And a lot of the work that they did on the ground, you know, on the first three drives when they scored, a lot of that was you know between the tackles. And I just thought the fact that they were able to establish the run really allowed them to do some other things in the passing game. And uh, it'd have been nice if Landers had caught that ball, but there's probably going to be, in fact, there was a ball in the game today that was, you know, really behind him on a crossing pattern. And uh, he, you know, still managed to catch it. So those things even out, but it'd have been nice if he'd caught that one. Chuck, what was your, I mean, the running game, once again, is just absolutely blew up. Rocket Sanders, another 100-plus yard um, game, it, it's so hard to to get some of these other guys in because of what you're getting uh, out of Rocket. Do you see Rocket slowing down? Because, I mean, went off from 117 last week, I think up to 150 this week. I mean, this young man is showing why he deserves to wear number five. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he's really good. Now, you know, Dominique got to the point where, you know, I think yesterday uh, – as Coach Pittman said, it was kind of up to him. And um, I just don't think he felt like he'd had enough contact yet to feel really comfortable going out there and playing. I think they knew yesterday afternoon that there's a pretty good chance Dominique wasn't going to play a lot. So, you know, Rocky carried it 20 times last week, 24 this week. Those numbers will go down as, uh, you know, when Dominique Johnson gets back into the lineup. I'm, I'm not talking about going down to eight or nine. I'm just talking about, um, probably going to go down some there for 20. You know, you don't have uh, you don't have many running backs in our league, great ones anyway, that, that can always make it through the season. I mean, it's a long season. and um, You know, Rockets, Rockets the hot back right now. It may be somebody else, uh, you know, as we move on through the year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's been good. But I just think that offensive line right now, um, I think if Dominion had gotten 24 carries, I think he'd have had great numbers. If you know, Johnson comes back and, and, and he gets big numbers in terms of carries, I think he'll have great numbers too because I think all of them are capable backs and the offensive line right now is giving them quite a bit to work with. i just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And, and another aspect of the game that uh, Arkansas is done very well and I think uh, emerged a little bit better this week even though you had 18 completions last week same amount this week I feel like the wide receivers played a much better game in your mind who, who do you think played the best I, I thought Matt Landers had a really good game Warren Thompson uh, had had a touchdown as um, Hazelwood uh, had some highlights who was who do you think uh, would have won player I'm not of the week sure I can tell you who I, I'm not sure I can tell you who played the best I, th- I, I think they all played well I don't. I don't think you can. Uh, uh, I don't think you take anything away from any of them. There's, there's not a trailing Burks in that group, but you know, there's a bunch of good players. And uh, you know, Thompson, I think, really established himself. Hazel was the guy that, you know, you can use him, and they did today. I mean, they used him in a similar fashion to the way they use Hornsby when he comes in, and so 
uh, I thought all of them played well. I I, I do think that you're going to have to. Uh, I, I don't have the stats right in front of me. I don't know how many of the 18 completions uh, went to wide receivers. I know last week the wideouts had nine receptions. You guys may have the stat sheet there. I'm not sure what the total number of receptions for the wideouts were today. But uh, he did make the point in the pregame show that he'd like to get the ball to the wide receivers a little bit more. I thought Coach Pittman made a really good comment on KJ in our pregame show today. He said, you know, on most downs, he's a good quarterback. You know, most downs, he's a good quarterback. Uh, but in the critical downs, or on the critical downs, in the critical moments, that's when he's a great quarterback. And um, I think that's a pretty accurate description of KJ. Um, I don't think KJ was spectacular. <coughs> Pardon me. I don't think he was necessarily spectacular. Um, but I think he's becoming a very workmanlike quarterback. He does not throw interceptions. Um, as I've said before, I think Kendall Bryles does a great job in, you know, calling the throws that he can make and avoiding the ones where he can't make. And, and there are throws he can't make, or at least not make consistently. But um, he's gotten a lot better on the short passes. And I think that was, a, you know, that was an area that they really wanted to work on. But, um, you know, as long as they can keep running the football, you know, as long as they can keep doing that, I promise you KJ's going to be pretty good. KJ's a big part of the running game, too. He ran more today. And they were 9 for 16, to your point, Chuck, on third downs. And K.J. Jefferson a lot of times converted on those. We're talking with Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Razorbacks. Chuck, I think Michael Shearer and Barry Odom starting to tr- tr- trust Christopher Paul a little more. What did you think of his efforts today? He's, yeah, I mean, they've, they, you know, they've, they've said all during camp that he was going to play. He's the third linebacker. You know, if it was the old days and you lined up at a 4-3, he'd be starting. Um, but it's not, and so there's only certain downs when, you know, you're not going to take Poole or Sanders out. Uh, there's certain times when, you know, Chris Paul's going to come in there. He's spelled them here and there, and they went with three linebackers some today, and I thought he played well. You know, he had five tackles last week. Um, so uh, he's a good player, and he'll continue to play more, I'm sure. I thought Latavius Brini also stepped up today. Wondering about Jalen Catalan and and Miles Slusher. It looked like he had a better game one, or game two than he did game one. What did you think of some of the hits he laid, including that forced fumble he had? In they the forced game? that fumble. I mean, they forced a lot of fumble. I think they had five five forced fumbles today. Uh, they had six sacks. They had nine tackles for loss. Um, there were a bunch of hurries too. You know. I made this point during the broadcast, and I've believed it now for five years, that, you know, the definition of a good defense is different now than it once was. Back when everybody ran three yards in a cloud of dust, the best defenses were the ones you couldn't run on at all. And because teams couldn't pass, you know, sometimes if they couldn't run on, you could hold, you know, your average might be nine, ten points ballgame. Some of those old Nebraska defenses I think about. But offenses are too good now. You're not going to, I mean, there's not going to be a defense out there that holds somebody to nine or ten points a game. And um, you're going to give up points now. The offenses are just too good not to. But good defenses have playmakers. And good defenses make plays at critical moments. And good defenses fill up the stat sheet with things like tackles for loss. Sam Pittman talked again on the pregame show today about the importance of getting in their backfield uh, with, with Arkansas's front seven. And you know, you look at nine, nine, nine tackles behind the line of scrimmage, including six losses and or six sacks. I'm sorry. So, 
um, you know, that's that's mission accomplished there. This is not going to be a you know one of those shut down defenses like the old days. But I'll tell you, when they need to make a play, there's a bunch of candidates out there who might be able to pull it off. Chuck, one of the other points you made during the broadcast was three hands to the face. Arkansas ended up with ten penalties today. What do you think has been the issue with, it seems like, multiple penalties through the first two weeks? Well, today they put their hands to the face too much. That was the issue. Um, you know, I mean, you're going to have penalties. I mean, to sit, to sit here and tell you, you know, what the issue is, I don't know. But, I mean, obviously not hitting the guy in the face with your hand would be, you know, part of it. And I'm sure they'll go back and work on that. I mean, you can't have ten penalties and not have that bite you at some point. Uh, didn't today because the offense was good enough, but um, you know that's 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 always a focal point. Timeliness has a lot to do with it. Rocket had a long run fall back, I think forty six yards, maybe. So you don't want to have that stuff happen, certainly. Yeah, I think that was, if I remember correctly, it was Warren Thompson who ended up catching a, a touchdown today. Chuck, before we let you go, any last thoughts on this forty four to thirty victory over the Gamecocks? I thought it was a good win. I thought they, uh, um, I thought they did what they needed to do. You know, they're two and zero, uh, and Missouri State's coming in here, and you got a chance to be three and zero with, um, you know, with the A and M game looming down there. So, um, you did exactly what you needed to do today. I'd say mission accomplished. Well, Chuck, I'll let you go on that note. And speaking of A and M, they're currently down seventeen to fourteen to Appalachian State in College wow. Station with a little over three minutes to go. <laughs> I told you, man. I brought it up. It's like that might be. College football is great, ain't it? <laughs> well, go have fun. Watch the rest of that game, and we'll we'll talk to you on Monday, man. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. There's a reason he's the best in the business, Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Razorbacks. All right. When we come back, more hog reaction. We're going to talk to Brandon in just a bit as we're live from Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith, the fourth oldest Ford dealership in America. Hazelwood in motion. KJ going to keep it on the option. Left side at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. Call or text the program at 877-377-6963. Back here at Randall Ford, 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Over 200 pre-owned vehicles to choose from. They have the 2021 first edition Bronco. Only 2,000 made in the United States, and one of them is right here at Randall Ford. Also, full-size Broncos in stock, and I'm sitting to the next to the beautiful Mach 1 Mustang as well. So come by and see us at 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. We're going to talk to Brandon right now. Brandon, your thoughts on Arkansas's victory, putting them at 2-0 today, man. Hey, Ty, how you doing? Man, I'm great, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing good. We're headed back to Fort Smith. Uh, I really was impressed with our victory today. You know, I, I've been to both games this week, or the week, uh, last two weeks, and I really feel like our defensive uh, line pressure and our secondary stepped up this week. Last week, I was kind of unconfident going into this week because of the two, Jalen Cattle on a slusher being gone. I, I didn't know what to expect, but I do feel like we both we stepped our game up on both tiers of uh, the defensive end. And, I mean, honestly, I feel like Cincinnati was the better team, but I feel like South Carolina had the better quarterback and that we ended up uh, – we. 
we made a uh, we made some uh, incentives and pressure on the defensive end this uh, tonight or today this morning, I guess if you want to call it. Uh, we we made an adjustment as Pittman said he would, and uh, I mean I, I feel like it wasn't our defensive line or our secondary that cost us any points in in today's game. Yeah, they stepped up, man. And, Brandon, we appreciate your call, man. Be safe. Drive back to Fort Smith, okay? I appreciate it. You got it, buddy. Yeah, they uh, defense stepped up, offense stepped up, your whole team stepped up, including the coaching staff. Well, Drew, that's going to do it for us today here on Hog Reaction. For Drew Barrett, I'm Ty Richardson. We've been at Randall Ford 5500 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Morning rush, bright and early Monday. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.